We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience presented by DraftKings 2021, The Masters. Yes, friends, The Masters. From Augusta National, first look, course preview, and the stats that you'll need, plus the field that we expect to see at Augusta National by the time everyone tees off come Thursday morning. The weather as it stands right now looks going to be like a bit windy and soggy by the time play actually starts Thursday and Friday, but up until then, it looks like it's going to get pretty baked out. Fast and firm is what we're going to be looking at. Probably not quite as receptive as the greens that we saw in November. So just keep that in mind when you're trying to parse through all of the data that you might deem pertinent this week. And what I deem pertinent might not be exactly what you're looking for, because as you know, Pat Mayo, not often right when it comes to these things, but I can try Try to help guide you through, at least put you on the right path of what you should be looking for. I'm going to share my screen like I always do using fantasynational.com. If you want 20% fantasy, na- 20% off, sorry, fantasynational.com right now, go to fantasynational.com slash mayo. Get yourself that 20% off. Get the most customizable stats and tools on the planet and you get 20% off of it, so it seems pretty good. If you're serious about betting this week or playing on DraftKings this week, fantasynational.com slash mayo is where you need to go. Well, I'd say right now, but you should probably listen or watch to the rest of this. Then go, or do it at the same time. If you're listening on your phone, go on your computer. Go become a member today, okay? Also, I have a ton of giveaways, but what you need to do to me right now, smash the like button to the episode. In the comments section, give me your favorite DraftKings play below $7,000. Put that in the comments section. Also, subscribe to Mayo Media Network. That's just what you can do to help out off the top. The Listener's League link, rake free on DraftKings for the Pat Mayo experience in the description. Join it right now. There's 5,000 spots, $75,000 guaranteed of rake-free money. It's going to fill very quickly. So get your ass in the league right now. Let's get it filled, and you don't want to miss that spot. There's no rake, thus making it the best tournament on DraftKings every single week, but especially this week at the Masters, where a lot of top-heavy prize pools, flat payouts in the PME Open this time around. But I do have some giveaways for you. So here's the stuff that I have to give away. I'll be doing a full 
breakdown of some of the the items from the Masters gift shop uh, that you can win this week. There'll be more on that Monday with Jeff Feinberg on the betting show. Also, Sunday is when the DraftKings show is going to come out with Ben Raza and David Barnett. Rick Gaiman will be joining me on Tuesday for Player by Player. Then the live chat is on Wednesday, 12 p.m. Eastern Time on Mayo Media Network's YouTube channel. So again, subscribe to that. But here's just one piece that we're going to be giving away. Look at that. Just a, a nice green Masters Polo. This is size, what is this? This is size large. Uh, Master Store goes big, by the way. So if you're usually an extra large, large will probably suffice. And what I'm going to be doing is giving some of this stuff away. So how you enter this contest, is that what you're asking? For the swag from the Masters or a giveaway for me to stake you in one of the $100 millionaire makers. There's one of those to give away. I'm going to stake 10 other people to try to win in the $10 DraftKings giveaway. There's going to be like $500 to $1,000 worth of giveaways this week. I might even have some huge giveaways at the PME on Twitter come Wednesday. So stay tuned for that. Follow along up there. But what you need to do is two ways to get into this draw. One. Subscribe to the Mayo Media Newsletter. Find that in the description. Just type in your email address. takes about four seconds, and you're in the draw, and I can contact you because you're on the email list. Easy stuff. That's probably how you're going to win the Masters swag. Ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts. I'd open it up to the other places where people listen to podcasts, but they don't do ratings or reviews. So Apple Podcasts is really the only one I can do it. If you've done it before, I very much appreciate that. You might want to do it again to get your name back up to the top of the list in case you did it like two years ago and I might not see it. Ratings and reviews. Five-star review on Apple Podcasts for the Pat Mayo Experience. Leave your Twitter handle or email in the review. Just say something nice about the show. Do that as often as possible, and you're in the draw to win. Like I said, one of those 10 giveaways for me to stake you in the $10 millionaire maker on DraftKings, or I'll stake you in the $100 on DraftKings this week. Uh, We'll give away those on Tuesday's show let's say. All right. So the newsletter and the audio podcast giveaway is how we're giving away all the bucks this week. And hopefully you can turn that 10 bucks into a million bucks and everyone's all good. All right. Maybe you just want some swag. Who knows what you want? Uh, You can just tell me if you're drawn out first, you get the choice of what you want, the giveaways or the money. It's that easy. But like I said, uh, all the tools that I'm using today from fantasynational.com slash mayo to get that discount. And let's talk about the field before we do anything. And there's a couple names that just have a lot of lingering issues. I'll have my column up either Sunday evening or Monday morning where I really outline this in full. And I'll have more proprietary stuff, stuff that you behind the scenes stuff in the newsletter uh, this week about what I'm looking at. But the top of the board is what you would expect it to be in terms of betting and DraftKings pricing. But there's a few guys with unknowns about them. One is John Rahm. His wife is expecting their first child. He has said that if the baby comes during the Masters, he's leaving. So that's not great if you have him in your DraftKings lineup, um, as he's the second most expensive player on the board. I don't know if it's going to affect his ownership or not. Maybe people don't know about this, but I do think that this is going to be the primary narrative surrounding Rom this week. So you have to be able to risk it if you want it. I think it's cowardly not to play him unless he tells you that, like, I mean, he said, quote unquote, like, hey, don't bet me this week. I might leave. But I think Rom is actually set up to win this. So if he can stick around for all four of the days, then you might get the winner at an ownership discount on DraftKings. Uh, you're not getting any break in the betting market because his odds are still 10 to 1. Uh, and if you're going to bet on the Masters, unless there's some sort of crazy number that you, know, you just have to have right now, wait until Monday. The odds will get better into your favor starting Monday morning. So just resist the urge. In like, unless Scheffler or Spieth or Connors wins at Valero, 
No one else's odds are really going to change. In fact, they're probably only going to decrease. So there's risk that comes along with John Rahm. Brooks Kepka just got engaged this week, had knee surgery. We haven't seen him play since he was second at the WGC to kick off the Florida swing. We still don't know exactly if he's going to play or not, and it looks like he is going to play. We don't know how healthy he is. Uh, he's actually cheaper in the DraftKings pricing, but he might not be there. He might actually be a better bet right now than DraftKings, but he's 25-1 to 1 at the moment on DraftKings Sports book he might drop even further down the list and again you probably should wait to hear if he's actually playing or not before you end up betting him but in the betting market there's no difference between second and withdrawing on DraftKings there's a huge difference between that so I think it's a bit riskier to potentially play Brooks but his ownership is going to be like non-existent Rory and Dustin just have bad form coming in but that probably shouldn't scare you off of them there are no injury risk at the moment Justin Rose we don't know if he's playing or not Right now, we're going to get an update on his back later on throughout the course of the week. But he's $7,200 on DraftKings. You can find him as deep as 100 to 1 in some spots right now. If his back is okay and back problems kind of go either way, like your back is fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, and someone with back problems, you sneeze, all of a sudden you can't walk for three days. So it's very risky, but you're getting good bang for your buck on the value that comes along with Justin Rose, who's played this event almost every year since 2003 and has missed the cut one time. So he's safe if he's healthy, I suppose. 7200 bucks seems like a really good price. Kevin Knott, Louis Oosthuizen, and Jason Day always perpetually. The guys that you're worried about withdrawing, they seem to be fine coming in. Daniel Berger uh, was dealing with that rib injury. He came back at the match play after skipping the Honda Classic. He seems to be a go. I like Berger a lot this week. We'll get to that when we look at the numbers here in a minute. And then Matthew Wolf, who was returning from his quote-unquote injury, not really sure what was wrong with him, but he looked fine at match play. Again, he's really down in the odds and in the DraftKings pricing. I wouldn't worry about an injury limiting him this week where I would be with someone like Brooks or someone like Justin Rose. I think those are the two biggest guys who may play but might be affected by injury. And Rom, we just don't know whether he's going to come or go. Uh, the basic Masters rules are back in effect. Uh, top 50 in ties make the cut. Anyone within 10 end up making the cut this week as well. The number of invitees is at 90 right now, although I doubt we see all 90 players in the field. You're probably looking at like 85 or 86. There is one spot still available. If the winner of the Valero Texas Open is not previously qualified for the Masters, they shall earn an invitation. So let's go, Cam Tringali. Win us some bucks, then get into the Masters so we don't ever have to worry about you ever again from that regard. So that's really what the field is looking like. It's a smallish field. A lot of players make the cut. As it pertains to your DraftKings lineup, you're going to need at least six of six. You're going to need at least the winner, probably two other guys inside the top 10, probably another top five guy, and everyone inside the top 15, top 20 in order to make some serious money this week just because the field is so limited. Unless like you know, Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth, probably the two most owned guys along with Corey Connors in the very, very early set of projections. Now, if those three guys miss the cut, all of a sudden, all bets are off. But all three of those guys to miss a cut in a field where a high percentage of players make the cut anyway, then you know we're dealing with something else. You can sweat the cut live with us on Mayo Media Network next Friday. Uh, me and Fiber are going to be in studio with our friends watching everything. And download the Masters app, too. Oh, you need to download the Masters app. It's like the Players app on steroids because it's more real-time and you get to see every single shot at the Masters. Who wouldn't want to see that? Let's jump over to fantasynational.com right now. As always, fantasynational.com slash mayo to get yourself that 
20% off. And I'm going to show you what I have right now for the modeling that I tend to use. I've updated a little bit uh, for the masters this time around, but I think you oh, I only have 95% of my total weight applied. I should probably up that and throw in an extra 5% somewhere else. But course history goes a long way, more so at any other course that you see in rotation on the PGA Tour that we experience any single year. So I think recent form plus course history is what you want to look at, and I'll try to build a mixed condition model that actually puts that in. There's the five percent i was looking for i added eagles gained i combined around the green and putting into strokes gained short game weighted that at 10 percent. eagles gained at five percent the main proximity range i'm looking at i just have it weighted at five percent right now is 175 to 200 par fours 450 to 500 the hard holes five percent driving distance 10 percent par fours in general gain 10 percent par fives gain five percent strokes gained approach 30% strokes gained off the tee, 20% is what I'm looking at. So let's load that in and see what that spits us out. Uh, and then we can try to have some context clues going into it. Because, frankly, if you're looking for the winner at Augusta, if you go back to 2012, the first time that Bubba Watson actually won at the Masters, he is the lowest-ranked player to win the Masters over that time. He was 18th in the world rankings. So you probably want to look at one of the very top end guys, even Danny Willett, the year that he won. Yes, we cashed him at 100 to 1, 125 to 1, whatever you got him at. He was the 12th ranked player in the world entering the Masters. The books were just thrown off by his number. Uh, he wasn't in actuality a bad player or he was undervalued in the market. He was not undervalued in real life. Plus, he got all the perfect conditions to go do it. But he was still the number 12 player in the world. Schwartzel in 2011, I believe, was the 28th ranked player in the world. So he would be the lowest. Even Tiger was ranked number 18 in the world the year that he won. So over the past 24 rounds, by the stats that I have put out, we are looking at Bryson, Brooks, Corey Connors, Tony Finau, Xander Shoffley, Max Homa, Justin Thomas, Will, The Thrill, Zalatoris, Debutant this year, Victor Hovland, and Dustin Johnson. That would be your top 10. Berger, Rom, Cantley, Hatton, Neiman, Griffin, Colin Morikawa, Paul Casey, Jason Kokrak, and Jordan Spieth would round out the top 20 just over the past 24 rounds. What I really want to do is, I think this will bake in the recent form that I want to look at, is take a rolling report and do it for the custom model and see what that throws out. Once again, you can see on the screen right now all of the stats that I've laid it out. You might want to adjust those or say, Pat, that's stupid. I want to include other things. But we're just going to load this in so we can see the rolling report to see who's been getting better from the past 100 rounds to now. Because I think that bakes in recent form a lot. I mean, you always want to be targeting the guys that have won previously in 2021 who have generated like three top tens in the lead into the event. That's always helpful information to find. So someone like Dustin has actually got a lot worse uh, over the past 100 rounds. There's all this talk about Rory and how he's not playing well. He actually rates out better than Dustin in the short term um, than you would think, although all the narrative is like, Rory sucks now because he missed two cuts. Yeah, big deal. He still has top tens in three of sevens or three of six strokes gain or stroke play tournaments so far. He's just having one really bad round. And the driving has, granted, been off for him the past two events, but he's gained almost three strokes three or more strokes off the tee, I think, in four of his six starts. So it's not as far off as you might, as the crooked mainstream media would have you think as it pertains to Rory McIlroy. So looking through the model, we just look back at the past 100 rounds. Justin Thomas was number one 100 rounds ago. Over the past four, 
he is also number one. That would be the Players' Championship for him. We don't have the match play data to go on. Past eight rounds, five, 13. He has not been lower than 13th in any of our random intersections over the past 100 rounds. That's good to know. Finau has been getting worse over time. Rom slightly been getting worse. Still rates out better than Finau. However, Xander, he's been getting worse as well. Brooks is right around the same. Uh, Brooks, if he is healthy, it could be an absolute steal because he is really geared for greatness at Augusta. As you can see, I mean, past eight rounds is a really small, small sample. So maybe we'll just look like 100 to past 12 or 24. Uh, Hovland still rates out really well. Dustin, until the past 12 rounds, rated out really well. Casey uh, is still just up there in terms of overall rankings. We see the same thing with Morikawa. Guys that are ranked, let's look at past 12 rounds. Zalatoris has gained the most. He's actually number one over that time. Uh, Bryson has gotten better. Brooks has gotten better. Anyone come from nowhere? Max Homa has gotten a lot better from 31st uh, to 8th in the past 24 rounds, 18th overall. I like Homa this week at $7,100. He's won at two of my favorite comp courses, Quail Hollow and... I mean, Quail Hollow and Riviera are comp courses to each other, but I think they also directly translate to the Masters very well. He got his feet wet last year in November. I don't expect it to play super soft uh, and very receptive like it did last November. He missed the cut, but it's nice to have that one. I don't think Max Homa is going to win the Masters. Masters, but I think that he is someone that you can look for a little bit. And even when we start digging into some Masters history, like Hatton has been bad at the Masters, and he's been bad recently. You see, he was 17th all the way up to 10th, and he's just been kind of getting worse over time. And that doesn't include the match play, where he was especially bad. Neiman is about the same, ranks very highly. Spieth has gotten significantly better. Cam Smith has been getting better. Abe Answer has been getting better. Matt Jones, Lee Westwood, Patrick Reed, all players who have been performing better than their really long-term baseline anyone else that we have let's just sort by past 100 rounds and go to the very bottom and see if anyone else has popped up phil did very briefly matt jones jordan spieth and stewart sink are probably your biggest gainers stewart sink is only 6100 dollars on DraftKings. he's you know him and stenson are really low low priced but sink has actually won this season on the PGA Tour, which is kind of crazy to think. But if we just go back and look at his like overall history at the Masters, he doesn't qualify every single year, obviously, but he has a ton of experience. And even at the Honda, the last time that we saw him, you know, gained off the tee, gained 7.1 strokes on approach. Couldn't really chip, but still, that's a really good outing for him. Last played in 2019, missed the cut. 2014 before that, 14th, 25th, 50th. Third at the Masters in 2008. Obviously, that was more than a decade ago. He was a much better player at the time. But I don't think it's inconceivable to think that someone like Stewart Sink, while his around the green game has not been great, can figure out how to drive it well enough at the Masters. His irons are still good. The putting is still good. For $6,100, he's someone who could feasibly sneak a top 20 rather than your Langers or VJs or Mike Weirs. Like he's on a different level than those guys. As he, He's hit or miss on the PGA Tour, but he can still play pretty well on the PGA tour like even to start the season he had a win he had a top four in bermuda he had a top 20 last week against real fields on the pga tour this field might be a bit out of reach for him and as you can see like toc sony played pretty well safeway bermuda i mean coastal tracks shorter tracks tend to be more of his jam these days uh, i don't know if i'm going to quite get to stewart sink but i don't think it's crazy to think at 6100 dollars he could return value 
uh, when you watch Sunday's show with DB and Ben Raza. We have guys at $6,500 in particular who I do think out, rate out pretty well. Uh, Kevin Na being one of those guys who's pretty hit or miss at the ma- hit or miss at the Masters, but he has that short game style that you like to see of your bottom end players. He's only $6,500. Just taking a look at his Masters history, it's hit or miss, but some good results mixed in there. 13th, 46th, missed cut. 55th, 12th, 59th, 12th. Based on his T13 in the November Masters, obviously he's going to have like a 50-something finish this time around. But it was nice to see him get that win over DJ after everyone got really triggered over what he did. Uh, Maybe DJ can present him with the green jacket when all is said and done. If he just isn't like a disaster off the tee, generally when he's not a disaster off the tee, he plays pretty well. We know the around the green game is really good. He has a good track record in Genesis as well. Uh, over the years, 38th Miscott, 33rd, 2nd, 4th, has a 3rd, top 10, uh, and that's a really long course, and you can see how he pieces it together. Good long irons, good short game, putts well. He's never going to be great off the tee. We'll see how he's done at Wells Fargo, too. Uh, does have a top 20 there, but does not play it all that often. Has not played it since 2017, as you can see. But if the irons are going, I mean, you have to get lucky with someone like Kevin Ott, as you would with anyone in the 65, mid-six range. But he is one of the names that does pop out to me as someone who could be very good from that regard. Just a quick heads up, if you're interested in MLB, FTNDaily.com has its annual package out right now. It's all the content, all the picks, all the cheat sheets, all that stuff. But included in the annual package are all the tools and the optimizer. And the price is going to be 250 bucks per year, but you use code MAYO right now. You get 20% off until Thursday to drop it down to $200 for the entire baseball season. That's like 30 bucks a month, and it's well worth it because you get that optimizer as a part of the deal. So ftndaily.com right now. Use code MAYO at checkout. Get that 20 percent off okay back to the show i talked about the course or talked about the recent form looking at guys that are trending upwards in terms of the key stats that i'm looking at this week so let's just switch back over to strokes gained and let's sort by past 24 rounds and let's build a mixed condition model with what we're hearing out of augusta so far so firm and fast how are we going to figure that out first things first let's put in course history into the modeling. So we need to sort by Augusta National. And well, strokes gained metrics are proprietary to Augusta National and the masters.org. You can find them live on their site as the course of the week goes along, or you have to like purchase you know, certain packages that are super high amount of money. What we can do is we do know, just based on the modeling that we can do, we do know the strokes gained total numbers. So let's go back past 24 rounds. And not obviously not all players have 24 rounds. Someone like Sung Jae, number 10, uh, when we look on, a, on average, he's probably even higher than that. Now, yeah, he's number one on average because he played in like the easiest Masters of all time and came in second place. That's going to work out really well. But let's just take rank, and we can add this column into our strokes game. We'll call this course history. We'll look at strokes gain total. We have it set to past 24 rounds. So P24 rounds, Masters history and we'll weight that after all and we'll throw that into the mixed condition model Uh, and that will be our course history component to all of this again you just click on augusta national to find those stats isolated by themselves now let's go back to all courses and we'll throw in recent form let's call it past hell 36 i'll call it past 24 rounds on this too and do we want to take total or t to green we'll take strokes gain total for this and again we'll go strokes gain total last 24 rounds and we'll call this recent form 
because we'll even get at some of the courses where there's not strokes gain data uh, just by approach and off the tee or anything like that. But we do have strokes gain total. So we go last 24, recent form, and we'll add that into the mixed condition model. So those two things are really pertinent. Now what we want to look at, and we'll call this, yeah, help. We'll click on some uh, elements here. We'll call it the 2021 season, the 2020, 2020 season, 2019 season and 2018 season. So we'll look back at the past four seasons and throw out all other things in case you, know, you have your old dudes in there that might skew the numbers a little bit. And we're just going to look at what expects to be very firm greens at Augusta uh, coming up for the week. And we look at that, we're going to go to strokes gained ball striking. And we're going to see who rates out the best when we're just dealing with firm greens. And we'll add that strokes gained ball striking. Last 24 rounds, ball striking, firm greens. And we'll throw that into the model as well. And now what we're going to do is keep that past 24 rounds from the past four years. And we're also going to add in lightning speed greens and fast green speed. Because there are very few courses that actually get measured in our lightning uh, when it comes down to it. So we'll go fast and lightning greens along with firm greens. And we're going to throw putting and short game into that as well. So we'll throw in putting, as you can see, by those metrics over the past four years, four seasons, over the past 24 rounds, Kuchar, English, Horschel, Homa. Once again, there's Max Homa all of a sudden. Sungjae, Todd, Berger, Sink. Once again, Stewart Sink, $6,100. Lonto and Louie, the best of the best of the elite players in these metrics. John Rahm uh, is the best of the $10,000 players. Then it's Bubba and, or sorry, then it's Bryson and then it's Xander when we go and look for it. So we're going to add this in, add that into the mixed condition model. We'll call it strokes game putting. We don't need to call it that. That's what it is. Last 24 rounds putting. Firm, fast, really fast greens and we'll add that in i'll show you how you can play around with that after the fact also with these firm greens uh, i do want to see we're going to go with keep these same filters on and look at around the green play as well uh it's just you know you it's a lot easier to make a four-foot putt than having to make nine-foot putts over time. So we're going to throw in around the green past 24 rounds, firm, fast, lightning as well. So we'll go to around the green. Last 24, around the green, fast, firm, lightning. And that's not spelled right. I shall make myself look less stupid by using the auto-populate, and we'll add to that as well. What else should we be adding into this? Should we be putting in driving distance? And uh, you can definitely go look at that stuff. Like, for example, someone like Robert McIntyre is a debutant. He snuck into the Masters last second uh, by his performance at the match play. But he's a lefty. I like lefties here, especially big-hitting lefties. You know, you've seen Bubba and Phil, even short-hitting lefties like Mike Weir have performed well. Maybe that's a lean to Brian Harmon, who comes in with excellent recent form uh, as we go through it. We can even take a look at that as well. We can take a look at the tournament history tab and see how everything breaks down uh, and try to find someone like Herman. Hey, how have you been doing, Brian Herman? I put on my caps lock. Brian Herman, you know, he's one start the past five years, made the cut, came T44, 
Like I said, Bobby Mack has never played. Bubba Watson continues to play well. I'm very encouraged by Bubba Watson, what I saw at the match play. He made it out of that group stage, which I think is important, just because it shows Bubba played well at a place where Bubba plays well. Augusta National tends to be a place where Bubba plays well. As you can see, two top 12s in the past three years for him. That 2021, eh, maybe that wasn't set up perfectly for what he does well. I wouldn't be afraid of someone like Bubba Watson this week. But as you can see, Dustin, uh, over the past five years, has just been a Amazing. He had the one year where he didn't play when he fell off the hammock or whatever the hell that was. I'm sure, sure DJ. Uh, but he'll be coming in regardless of how Augusta plays. He's great. If we just look at strokes gained total overall, Dustin, Rory, Spieth, Rom, Rose, your five best players over the past five years in strokes gained total. After that, Brooks, Hideki, Thomas, Webb, and Day. I like Webb Simpson a lot this week. I think the people overlook him at this course. And of course, he is not playing all that well entering play, but he does have top tens at the last two Masters, one in the weird November conditions, the one the year, the year that Tiger won. He was top five, top 20 the year before that. He's a top 10 player in the world. We know that he can get electric with the irons and chipping and the putter when it all comes down to it. It's not like his performances have been bad. Top 10 at a WGC, a top five at the Sony. Um, Overall, it hasn't been great for him. The one thing to be really encouraged by from him so far this year, yeah, the bad iron performances aren't great to see, but over time, you can see he is a great iron player. That's never really a problem with Webb Simpson. It's the driving where he sucks. Uh, But he has not been sucking as of late. He lost 6.6 at TOC whatever. 1.1 gain, 1.7 gain, 2.9, 4.6, 0.9, 0.5, 0.2. A lot like Kevin Na, Patrick Reed, Jordan Spieth. He falls into this category of player where if he doesn't cripple himself off the tee, the rest of his game is just so damn good that he can get away with gaining a stroke off the tee. Just have a good week. Hit some fairways. You don't need to be the longest guy in the field, Webb Simpson. You can be fine at this course. Uh, And I'm really looking forward to seeing how the general public feels about Webb Simpson. Him and Reed. Like, Reed's form is kind of all over the map because he's Patrick Reed, but he has wins where you want to see them. He won at Farmers. That's a long course where you would think, I mean, he did it with chipping and putting, but that's how Patrick Reed is going to win. The year he won the Masters, he made every putt. The Irons were also really good, and that's what we saw at the WGC against the world's elite players. Almost Over five strokes gained on approach, almost four strokes gained on the greens. You do that again, you're going to finish really well at the Masters, and it's a place where he has a lot of experience. Let's jump back over here and check out our mixed condition model and see how we want to weight it. I don't normally go through this. It's still in beta testing. And once again, fantasynational.com slash mayo. Get your 20% off. All these tools are accessible to anyone uh, who has everything in there. So this is all weighted at 20% right now. I think we want to put Masters history up to 35%. That's that's me. I'm going to lock in that value. I'm also going to lock in the value of recent form. I think recent form goes a long way. We're going to call that 30%. And then we can kind of screw around with the rest of the stuff. So strokes game, ball striking, uh, past 24. So what are we up to here? 65% that we've used already. So that leaves us with what? I'm bad at math. So that leaves us with 35%. So we can go 15, 10, and 10 for everything else. Let's call ball striking. Let's call ball striking. 15%. Lock that in. And we'll call the other two. I don't know why that didn't get locked in there. And we'll call these two 10% and 10%. There we go. So I think that works out. Let's see here. 10 plus 10 is 20. I'm pretty sure on that. Plus 15 is 35. Plus 30. No, I'm still... 
35, 35, 70. No, we're at 100%. Let's load this in and see who this spits us out. Uh, just based on these specific conditions, plus course history and recent form, uh, looking into it. This gives us John Rahm, Dustin Johnson, Justin Thomas, Paul Casey, Sung J.M. Those would be the top five based on these parameters. After that, you have Tony Finau, Jordan Spieth, Rory McIlroy, Brooks Kepka, Louis. Hideki, Webb, Berger, Reed, Xander, Cantlay, Scheffler, Bryson, Matthew Fitzpatrick, and Jason Day, number 20. So those would be your top 20. And then you can parse them and screw around with everything else that you want as well. Like around the green, you see that like Wallace, Thomas, and Hideki, Webb and Spieth, one, two, three. Carlos Ortiz also pops up high on that list. Hideki way down in terms of putting. But it's funny because you see someone like Spieth is like 32nd. But we know he puts really well at the Masters. Uh, Matt Kuchar, number one in putting. Kevin Na. I mean, Kevin Na, outside of the ball striking, uh, does pretty well. He's number nine around the green in these conditions. He's number 18 on the putting surfaces in these conditions. And we've just... We see it, it's either all in on for Kevin Na in these sorts of events, or he's kind of all out. So he's kind of a hit or miss type of player. Uh, who rates it very poorly in all of this? I would like to see Streb, VJ, Lyle, who's Mackenzie Hughes, of players who are like of consequence. We'll throw in here Brian Gay, Swafford, Woodland, Wolf. Wolf's a real outlier just because, you know, he's coming off the injury. He doesn't have much experience at this course. I do think that he does have upside, though, based on his length alone. If he can do the bomb it and putt it real well, like we've seen him do at majors in the past, I think that he could be live in this. Then you see someone like Bobby Mack. He's just not going to rate out well in this mixed condition model because his strokes gain total history at the Masters, non-existent because he's never played before. And putting in around the green in terms of American events on these particular types of surfaces, never played in them. So that's going to be tough for him to do well in any of this. I just think gut feeling tells me he is the type of player with his distance, with his shot shape, and being a lefty that can do really well. And I think he's like a legit up-and-comer in terms of the world rankings. He got himself inside the top 50 to qualify for this tournament. Scottish guy. Scots have played pretty well over the years, and lefties have played really well. Just logically, in my mind, I'm trying to sell myself on Bobby Mack, the Scottish Tim Andercust. So that's where I would be going with that. So that's the walkthrough for Fantasy National at the Masters. You can always use this sneak peek mode too. Moose designed this. Far too far too few people actually uh, go in with this and it just gives you a different look. It will load in like if you're a more visual learner and you don't like uh, the stat sheet, you can just see this is strokes gained over the past 24 rounds and just gives you a, a visualized chart about what's going on. You can see the recent results very easily on the right-hand side here if you want course history. Boom, it'll flip it over for you as well uh, on those cards once it ends up loading. But, you know, Dustin, he kind of plateaued a little bit. Who's ascending when you just look at Tita Green over time? Who is dipped when you look at Tita Green over time? You can see someone like Fino up and up and up and up and then a little blip and then back up towards a plateau of where he's been. This is overall strokes gain. You can see someone like Westwood was good. He was real shitty. And then all of a sudden, everything is coming back up for him from the nadir of what happened to him in twenty in February 2021. Since then, you know, it's been very much upwards for Lee Westwood. Then he had a blip at the Honda. But overall... He's been really good. You see Hovland is way up there. And you can even load in different rankings, too, of what you want in there. And you can see the model rank of what it has in. Uh, what do I have in as my model right now? I just kind of threw this together 
very randomly ball striking weighted up high approach weighted up high off the tee opportunities gained. there's not even putting uh in this but you can switch out the stats too uh depending on what you want to see you want to click on this be like oh i want to see how approach has been over that time it will load in the visualization charts of that too for every player in the field that we have the data on with the parameters that you want to look at on the side so it's just a different way to interpret the data uh that maybe you want on fantasynational.com uh like I said, some people like spreadsheets. Some people like to look at it visually. You might want to look at them both together for all I know. That's what's great about fantasynational.com is that you can use the stats and the tools almost any way that you like to make it easier for you, make it more customizable for you as well. So that's the first look show tomorrow on Mayo Media Network. Sub now uh, to the video channel, me, DB, and Raza breaking down the entire DraftKings field. I'll be back with Feinberg on Monday. Maybe we'll hear from Cust. Maybe we won't. That'll be the betting preview early bets for me i haven't made any so far but i'm looking at reed webb and burger from that mid-range i don't know what if i want to do anything at the very very top but i'm going to wait till monday until those numbers drift to me a little bit uh nah and palmer i just think are undervalued in this field uh they're like 175 to one i don't think that they're going to win but they're better players than that then i want to see what like max homa's top 10 top 20 odds are same with palmer and kevin nah and even Stuart sink top 20 as well i just want to get a full grasp of what those odds are going to be i want to shop around and look where the best odds are if i find something good I will report back to you on Monday, but probably on the Wednesday live chat when I finalize all of my bets. I told you about the giveaways. It's super important to leave that rating and review on the Pat Mayo Experience Apple podcast feed. You do that, you're in a draw for an entry into the $100 Millionaire Maker or 10 entries into the $10 Millionaire Maker. And subscribe to that newsletter, people, if you want to get some master's official swag. I'll give you the sizes inside the newsletter. That's where you can see all of the items up for grabs uh, along with the sizes. So if you do win, you can pick which item of clothing that you want for yourself. Thank you all for watching. Smash the like on the way out. I'll have my column up on dkplaybook.com along with my cheat sheet later on in the week. I have so much content for you guys. Please share it around. This is such a big week for us, both for me, for Jeff, for everyone involved on the show. Go support everyone this week, okay? And play in the Listener's League, too. 5,000 spots. It'll be full quicker than you think. Until tomorrow, I'm Pat Mayo. I'll see you next time. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.